Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Melman Podcast. My name is Zach Marzo. David Melman. David is here. Special guest this morning, Narek Zavaluna, owner of Jack and Sons Barbershop. Um, three locations. He's going to tell you more about um, his growth and, and where he, he uh, had come from and kind of his journey with uh, being the owner of a barbershop, multiple location barbershop, which is really cool, a little bit different from, you know, the average you know, doctor or lawyer or accountant that, you know, you may have come on. It's, um, it's really cool. I actually, to be completely honest, thought about going to barber school at one point, just because like the OCD in me, what loves the fresh clean cut, but I want, uh, Narek to introduce himself, tell us about Jack and Sons and, you know, we'll kick it off. Thanks for being here, Narek. Yeah, thanks, Narek. Let's do this. Thank you guys, man. Um, uh, I'm Narek. Um, we, uh, we have three locations. Our original location is in Roswell. We've had that for uh, ten and a half years now, wow. um, and then we have a location in uh, Johns Creek, which we've had for two and a half years, and we just recently, two months ago, opened up one in uh, Cumming. Very cool, beautiful location in Cumming. Was it specific there. to you know why you wanted to be Johns Creek Cumming, or did it, you just kind of find a nice space in those areas, or did you kind of target those specific locations because that's where you wanted to be? Well. Uh, when I f- originally opened the uh, Roswell location, I knew for sure I wanted to open up one in Cumming. Uh, when I first started cutting hair, it was at a Great Clips up in, in Cumming. Sure. And uh, driving through, all you see is like cows and goats and sure. chickens. Middle of know? nowhere. Like, I knew that it's going to be a great location. It's uh, more people are you know moving away from the city. Right. Uh, growing area. Yeah. Uh, so... As soon as we opened the Roswell location, I was like, you know what? My next location has got to be incoming. Um, the one in Johns Creek kind of fell in my lap. A guy was uh, retiring, and uh, he gave me a call, and it, it was two traffic lights away from my house. I, I couldn't say no. Right. Um, Very nice. Well, you said Roswell was open for like 10-plus years before that second location, and now third location. And I know um, your dad, your pops, Jack, was kind of – it started Jack and Sons, but now, you know, that was a one-location spot, and you – now want to grow the brand and obviously why you've established multiple locations, um, which I think is really cool. Um, was that, you know, something that you had thought about kind of right away or you're like, Hey, we got to, you know, expand. Where did that idea come from to say, let's take it from one to two to three. That's a good question. Um, I was, I was 22 years old when we first got the first shop. Um, I didn't know what I was doing. Uh, I just knew that I know how to, how to cut hair. My dad knows how to cut hair. He taught me customer service, sure. making everybody happy. And I was like, how hard is it to open up a shop? Is that extra paperwork, extra bills, you know? And, of course, the first couple of months was ridiculous because I was, I was late on all my bills <laughs> until I found out that uh, there's such a thing called auto pay. Yeah, right. I know. Uh, Good old auto pay. <laughs> Love it. As long as there's money in the bank. The auto pay works. So uh, I signed up on auto pay and we just, we focused on great haircuts and great customer service. And uh, we started at $12 and uh, $12 for a haircut just to show Roswell what we're all about, what we can bring. And people would come in and they're like, $12, this is, this is a great deal. And they throw down, of course, a, a lot more. And we, we went from $12 to 15 and uh, we, you know, as everything is going up, rent, sure. milk, gas, we, we uh, got to adjust. Adjust accordingly. But 
I mean, still to this day, people think that they're great, getting a great deal. And we try to price it fair where everybody feels comfortable uh, and comes more often. I know there's you know shops that are $60, $80, but you know, the clients don't come as often. You know, it's, sure. Well, well your, your place looks like it, you know, you charge a $60 haircut, you know, especially the one that we visited not too long ago and coming is, it's beautiful. You know, even in Roswell, I'd stopped in there um, one time. And so, but like you said, it's more about the service, the people that are cutting your hair, uh, and then you get a good price on top of that or a fair price, um, you know, and people will continue to, to come back. So I think, you know, we talk about this all the time, but customer service is the, it's really just the backbone or the foundation of every, you know, successful business. Um, because without that service, you can be cutting great hair, but you know, if, if they don't like the atmosphere or environment or you're not being, you know, I don't know, treated r- great, no one's going to come back. No, I mean, not, that's they'll never come back. hundred percent. And it's more than just hair. You know, you go there, you have an experience. I love going there. I go there every three or four weeks whenever I can. You know, the shave, the hot towel, hot the towel. environment, everyone's in a good mood. It's professional. Um, not, not to downplay great clips or super clips, but you pay for what you get. You pay for what you get. So you want to pay 12, 13, 14 bucks your haircut, you're going to get that experience. You want to pay 20 or whatever it is, you're going to get that experience. You know, it's quality over quantity. I'm a big believer in that. And uh, it's an incredible time always. It took you, you know, first spot 10 and a half years ago. So eight and a half years ago, you opened up uh, Johns Creek, eight years for one spot, two years for second months. Boom. Pretty much like you see. Yeah. So you, you're growing faster. Mm-hmm. What? Why? Why? Why did it take eight years compared to now doing it in two or three? I, like my cousin in yeah. New York said, sure. I got the, um, the formula down. You know, yeah. Like, we know exactly how how people like it. We know exactly how to run the shop, what to offer, and uh, thank God. I mean, it, I know the formula. I can do it faster. Um, the problem is to find the skilled la- uh, the skilled workers. You know mm-hmm. I mean, it's it, unfortunately semi dying trade. Uh, there's right. not as many barber schools in Georgia, so uh, but. I'm so happy that we have found the, you know, the black diamonds, the diamond in the rough. Mm-hmm. We have a great crew um, that I don't have to worry about. They, you know, the shop runs itself. They take care of the clients. I mean, everybody's super happy. Uh, we get daily Google reviews, um, and it's just it makes me happy. It makes me proud. Uh, of course. And uh, it it wouldn't be Jack and Sons, and it wouldn't be successful without our employees. For sure. And these are special employees because the average employee in a company, you know, they have a salary, they have a set amount. Sure, they'll have some bonuses and incentives. But these are people that are trained to take care of their own station and their own clientele, to grow their own clientele. Because the majority are, you know, they're getting a piece of the pie whenever they're cutting the hair. You know, it's not like you're getting $10 an hour and the, the company makes all the money. You know, they're they're invested into the company. So you would think, you know, with their personality and their enthusiasm to want to grow with you, to do the best every day is there. Um, but we all know every business has its challenges up and down because we're dealing with humans. You know, no one's perfect. Nobody has, you know, a perfect day every single day, right? So us as running, you know, the business, you know, we have to kind of deal with that in, in a good way. It's not just a bad thing. We have to know how to react. We talk about customer service all the time on the end of clients and business, 
but it's also a level of customer service to deal with employees too. And that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It's just we're humans. Like everyone has emotions, you know, you know, you don't know what's going on in anybody's life at any moment, you know, just cause you're coming in with a smile doesn't mean they're in the best mood ever. They're doing that for you and your company. But when they go home in our, in our office too, who knows what's going on? Maybe they had a bad day or something happened with the family somewhere else. So it's our job to step up and always be there for them no matter what, because we are, the, we try to be the leaders, you know? Um, and I never consider you like, even when you're in there, you know, you're never telling anybody what to do. Like you're putting the warm towels in there too. You're doing what you need to do. You're picking up the phone, you know? So you're, you're running the show as a leader versus being a boss. And you know, that's what I tell my, my uh, employees that it's their company too. Mm-hmm. It's, it's your business as well. As soon as they walk in the door, that's you, you are portraying the shop, whoever's sitting in your chair, you have to make it, you make the shop clean. You, you're working for yourself. You know, you, our clients are not like disposable plates. You know, a lot of places are like that when you, you know, pay them hourly, sure, you know, like, sure. but if you, if they have a, you know, skin in the game and they're building their own clientele, they're making their own pay. They, they fluctuate how much they get paid because if that person is happy, they're going to tell friends. If that person's not happy, they're going to tell many friends. You know? yeah. So it's their job to get that client back in their chair and get more referrals into their chair. And how do you um, how do you tell that to your team? How do you tell them? Like, do you have meetings monthly, quarterly? Like, how do you keep them engaged to bring like clientele, family, and friends in? Also, like, what is your strategy for that? Um, I I try to uh, reiterate how important it is for Google reviews and how important it is that they mention your name because I myself. I go to other barbershops just to see how they run, mm-hmm. just to see their service, what they're doing right, what they're doing wrong. Because in my eyes, in my shop, everything's right. But there could be things that I see in other shops that like, oh, wait, we're doing the same thing wrong. So I'll go to other shops and I'll, I'll go on their Google reviews and I'll see whose name is mentioned the most. So I'll go and sit in that chair because right. I want to see what kind of s- service they are providing. Which, I mean, I'm sure, I know most of our new clients will do the same thing. They're, they'll sit down in someone's chair and be like, oh, yeah, I've seen your name mentioned a lot on Google reviews, and I just want to, you know, I want you to cut my hair. Right. Uh, so that's that's what we do. I mean, sure. we, we have been doing uh, meetings every, like, month, month and a half, you know, and uh, now I just recently, since, you know, it's hard to get everybody together at the same time. People sure. have uh, different schedules. I, I just do like a, a group text message and uh, send out text messages. So sure. everybody gets it. Like everybody gets the text messages. Yeah. yeah well, so. always. And you did, you know, a baseball game, soccer game, taking your team out to restaurants. And it's, you know, during this time, there aren't any options to go to. Exactly. People don't want to leave the house, you know? So uh, it's incredible to keep them engaged and engaged and engaged. And, um, let me, let me talk about you, you know, um, finished, finished high school, college. It's not for everybody always, you know. And then what shifted you to realize, hey, I'm going to be a business owner and I'm going to be a multi-franchise or multi-location business owner. Mm-hmm. Like, What kind of mindset do you need to have to be able to do that? Because just because, you know, it's not just, you know, you go to school 
or you don't go to school and you become a business owner. You have to have a combination of skills to be that business owner. You can't just choose not to go to school and then think it's just going to happen. So what kind of mindset do you have um, and did you have at that time? And was it scary? Was it not scary? Like, tell, t- Run us through that. That's it's very interesting. Okay. Um, so I'll start with uh, my grandfather was also a barber in Russia. Um, he, he taught my dad at the age of 13. And my dad also, he's, he's like, no, I don't want to be a barber. I don't want to be a barber. My, my grandfather's like, just learn the skill. Just learn it. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling you to be a barber, but it's, it's a skill that you'll always need. He said, it's like a, the famous quote my grandfather always said was, if you ever need money, you need three things. A chair, a comb, and scissors, and you got money. You, go, you put a chair outside, and someone's going to sit down, and you're going to make money. Sure, sure. And uh, when I was 13, my dad uh, was working at a barbershop next to uh, the old Southern Skillet in Roswell. They actually just recently tore down that whole shopping plaza. But uh, when I was 13, he would come with me, come, come to work with me. I'm like... You know, all my friends are playing around this now. Okay, whatever. You know, hang out with my pops. So I go, I'd sweep, I'd watch him cut hair, and he's, you know, he's teaching me. He, some of his clients let me like practice on him, and I'm like, pops, I don't want to be a barber. Like, I don't like hair all over me, and I, I don't want to do it. He's like, just learn it. Mm-hmm. One day you're gonna need money. You need three things: chair, comb, and scissors. So I was like, all right, yeah. So I, I learned it. Yeah, you know, and I, I actually wanted to be a uh, a chef. Um. The closer I got to, like, high school, um, I knew for a fact um, when I was in f- freshman year of high school, I was like, I don't want to work for somebody the rest of my life. I know, like, my my famous quote used to be, uh, I don't want to work for money. I want w- money to work for me. Sure. Uh, uh, sure. I, I don't know. I was like uh, a freshman in high school thinking I knew, I knew everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Uh, I just knew for a fact that I, I, I didn't want to uh, work for somebody the rest of my life. Um, you don't control your own destiny. I've, you know, cutting hair with uh, a lot of my clients, you know, they're in their 50s, 60s, you know, they got gray hair and it's like, oh, I just got laid off. Mm-hmm. And you're putting 20, 30 years in a, into a company, your, your blood, sweat, tears, you're missing time with your kids, you're like, and then all of a sudden, Oh, I'm sorry, your position is no longer with the company. Right, what do right. you do? Who's going to hire you with gray hair? You're an old guy, you know? Um, I just didn't, I didn't want that for myself. Uh, I was like, I, I want to control my own destiny. So um, my dad put me through, uh, um, through barber school. I, I, I tried applying for uh, the Art Institute to be a chef, and it was too expensive. I, I didn't want to take any loans. I wanted to pay it out myself, but... It was just too expensive, so my pops is like, okay, you're not doing anything with your life right now. Let me just put you through barber school. <clears throat> and he um, he kind of opened up my eyes to, like, okay, you're going to be a chef. Restaurants are busy Fridays and Saturdays. Mm-hmm. You want to hang out with your family, and you're in the kitchen. You know, like, True. Good point. So I was like, okay. You know, so I started my own little, like, cake decorating uh, business, did birthday cakes and wedding cakes on the side while going through uh, barber school. And then uh, I started in uh, Great Clips and starting to hear, like, people getting laid off and not being able to find a job. So I'm like, you know what? I just, I don't want to do this, you know, like, working for somebody else. And I, I worked for another barbershop. It was, it was a great place. But then I'm like, you know what? I'm about to get married. And I literally, we got the shop uh, in Roswell. 
a month before I got married. Um, I didn't know what I was doing, but I was like, it's going to, it's going to work out. You know, and, you know, thank God I have a great supporting wife and helps me, uh, move forward. You know, she, she like believes in me and she trusts me and she supports me. So it's like, uh, when it came up to like, um, I had the opportunity, I got a phone call, um, about the John's Creek location. He's like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm old, I'm sick. You know, I, I need to sell the shop. I asked my wife, I'm like, what do I do? She's like, well, let's do it. Uh, we're in this t- together. And it it was it worked out successful now. And then uh, um, the coming shop, it, it was literally just a random Sunday. We're up uh, in the coming area. We're going to take our kids to a Fowler Park. And I'm sitting at the red light and just kind of looking at the shopping plaza. You know, I see the, the Starbucks, the Firehouse, the Moe's. And in my head, I'm like, man. What a killer spot for a barbershop. Beautiful spot. One-tenth of a mile from the... Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing Right, right off the highway, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then I look over again and it says retail space for, uh, uh, f- available for lease. You know, I'm like, oh, my God. If this is not a sign, you know. So, yeah. I, I look over to my wife. I'm like, babe, look at look at that. You know, like I literally, in my head, I was thinking of how cool of, of a spot for a shop. And uh, we pull in. We look inside. And it's just... All right, perfect. Let's do it. Yeah, so yeah, Starbucks doesn't put you know their locations oh, just anywhere. Incredible location. I mean, yeah, Firehouse, Starbucks, right off the interstate. There, I'm surprised that uh, no one was leasing it. So it's funny to you know if you just say, hey, this is uh, that's it. Like that's uh, sure that's really cool. So it's it's funny that uh, as soon as I signed that, the lease, all the uh, all the people came out of the woodworks and they're like you know other barbers that I've come across they're like oh man you got that spot i was actually looking at that spot yeah so it's <laughs> I, I beat them to the punch sure but, uh, it, it's it was a cool it was well a you cool got to jump experience. on it right away right i mean you had the opportunity you didn't you know wait six months you have somebody encouraging you you know being your wife that's awesome it's always good to have somebody you know on your side that's either not mentoring you but just some just support, support. it's support. huge great it's personality huge. she has um and uh, I, I think it's it's awesome because you took that risk because you didn't you know you never know Johns Creek maybe it doesn't play out or coming who knows but taking that risk I think is like one of the biggest steps which most people say is you just gotta you gotta do it you gotta try it you're young enough like let's uh, you know have faith in in ourselves and see what happens you have to like don't think about it like do it and we're at such a prime age under forty under forty three let's say take take risks. You know, you take chances, but, you, you know, you have – how many kids do you have? Four. Four. And he's taking chances with four kids, you mm-hmm. know. Um, you know, signing long-term leases. It's risky stuff, you know. But if you're going to take a shot, like, your sweet spot, like, you have plenty of time. You think you're 25 or you're 30, and oh, it's over. It's not over. Not over. No. 35, not over. 40, not over. 45, not over, but you're getting close. 50, still not over, but, you know – you have plenty of time, right? You know, you look at people want to see only the end result, but if it's like a three-year process, oh, I can't do it in three years. I remember when I was 21 years old or 15, like time flies like this. You put your mind to it, boom, three years is like that, you know, with the right people around you and the right team. So don't ever give up because you think you're working a job you hate and it's too late to do something yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this question. You never wanted to work for anybody, right? So you said it's harder, like, you realize you work for your clients all day, as we do. Like, it's actually harder. Like, you know, I don't want to have a 
I remember working for somebody like, and, and I, you know, I'm not going to go into details, but I, I wait till five o'clock Friday hits. I'm chilling. It's over. La la la. Got the weekend. Go to bed Sunday night. Like, damn, I got to go to work Monday morning, but I know it's going to be over Friday at five working for somebody in my else. I think it's easier. So you're saying you don't want to work for anybody, but you're putting yourself in a position. It's harder. Of course, the rewards are better. It better be better because if it's harder and it's not better, then you're doing something completely wrong. But, you know, it's uh, absolutely nothing wrong. You can be the best person and work with somebody, for somebody, and you just don't want to deal with all the other headaches. You got the electricity going out, the water going out. You're in there, right? Like 2 in the morning, something happens, somebody breaks in, you're in there. You know, dealing with employees or clients or the, the money's off at the end. Like there was something that, you know, whatever, anything. Like it's you. So it's harder, but the rewards are there too, you know. But, um, you know, if you have a good leader, boss, whatever you want to call it, and they care about you guys and they care about your team and you want to see you guys rise up with them, that's what it's about, you know, because not everybody can handle all that stress on their shoulders, family, three locations, kids. Um, and personally, we're very blessed because we haven't been hit with the hard challenges yet. And I look at families where issues are wrong with, with the children, or somebody gets sick, right? Like our daily shit that we deal with of, you know, an email went out wrong or this and that, like we got to level up our mindset because I have two boys that are healthy, knock on wood, you know, your family, like we haven't even dealt with hard shit. Yeah, you, know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like business, like, and I, and I always get hard on it because, you know, it's stressful and stuff. Thank God I have not have to deal with hard shit, and I hope I don't, you know. hope I keep doing the right thing. But this is a joke compared to what other people are dealing with. If they got to wake up and see their kids sick every day or one child sick or going through the husband or the wife all of a sudden, you know, something's going on, you know. So there's no reason why we can't step it up every day, do the best we can do, and crush it for our family and our team. You know, your team relies on you. You know, if you're coming in there – not ready to crush it and have a good mindset, it's going to spread right away to them, right? Yep. You got to come in there ready to attack. Yeah, they have their issues. We have our own issues too, right? But, you know, we see their issues, but they don't see our issues, right? Because mm-hmm. nobody tells you you did a great job. Maybe your wife here every now and then. But you got to keep telling your team they do a great job. Yeah. Like, you're a great job. When was the last time one of your employees told you, you know, you've done a great job, Nerek? I'm proud of you. It doesn't happen. Does it? It's been a minute. Does it happen? You know, and it's all good, you know? You know, no, nothing wrong with it. So my pops once in a while. Your pops, <laughs> right? you know? Yeah, you know? So we got to just keep doing a great job, but understand, like, what we're doing here, you know, it's not the easiest thing to run a business. Um, it's not the hardest thing by any means. There's way harder jobs out there. For sure. And, uh, you know, we work for our clients. You work for your clients. You work for your employees. And uh, Gary Vee always says, you know, if you think they work for you, then you're a moron. Because you work for them. You work for all of their issues. You work for your clients' issues. So you got all that shit on your shoulders, you know? You got to hold it up and keep growing. Where's yeah. the fourth spot going to be? Ooh. Can I get a sneak peek? I mean, whoever wants to invest. All right. <laughs> all right. You know, I like I like the name, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, we uh-huh. we try to build a good brand, you know? Like, um, I'll go back to, like, high school. Um a lot of my friends are like, "Hey, man, let's 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 go to college." You know, like let's all go. We'll go in the same classes. This and that. I'm like, I hardly made it to the twelve years. You know, sure. I'm, I'm not sure. trying to go back. I'm definitely not a bookworm. You know, yeah. like I, you show me something, and I'll do it. Like my dad, so hands on. Yeah, yeah, yeah my were. my dad started teaching me when I was you know nine years old. Uh, you know, he's had a couple of rental houses and. Uh, 
people mess up their house, we go in there, we we paint, we fix tile, we you know change toilets, this and that. Um, so I've always been hands on. Like you should show me, I'll do it. You show me, I'll do it. So um, I don't know the statistics, but I'd say maybe half of people are not college people. You know, so but you know they they feel like they need to go to college. They need to have a pressure. Uh, yeah, a, a piece of paper saying like, "Hey, look at me." You know, I I got a bachelor's degree, and I've no I I've known clients that have bachelor's, masters, can't get a job. Yeah. You need to know a skill. You know, there's there's people who whatever they have a bachelor's degree, they've been in a a, a company for twenty years, they get laid off, sure. and now what are you gonna do? You ha- you only know that one job. Sure, it, it's scary skill. Skilled labor, it's it's um, it's hard to come by. Very. So uh, it's nice. So you can yeah. have the bachelor degree and maybe learn a skill on the side. Exactly. Right. Don't, Just to don't don't know. like uh, close yourself in. Don't uh, open more doors. Like whatever's available. Um, and I mean, thank God. Like I, ch- I don't know if I chose barbering or jo- barber chose me. You mm-hmm. know, like, maybe it was my destiny. But it's it's a a skill that I mean. People lose their jobs, they got to go get a haircut. You know, they get a new job, they got to get a haircut. That's right. You know, they, we, it's like oh, landscaping. You got to cut the grass. Exactly. The grass is mm-hmm. going to keep growing. Exactly. You know, you know uh, if, I, if I was a chef, you know, I mean, like right now, with the, the whole COVID-19 thing going on, a lot of restaurants are closed. I mean, mm-hmm. like, yeah. And you might have lost your job unless you were a really damn good chef. Exactly. And you still might have lost your job. Yeah, exactly. Sure. As a lot of people did, unfortunately, you know. Yeah, or close the restaurant. Restaurant business is very hard. Very. So uh, I'm, I'm glad that uh, I became a barber and uh, followed my grandfather's who, and my dad's footsteps. Who, who uh, I guess, put uh, the customer service uh, mindset or instilled that in you, you know, because not everybody cares about the Google reviews. Some people are like, eh, people don't look at reviews or this, or they just don't care. Um, but it's important to have the clean shop and the customer service, you know, side of things. I mean, was that something you just said, hey, this is kind of a no-brainer, like we got to treat people right? Or um, was that, I guess, instilled in you at some point, maybe from your father? You know, uh, I don't know. No, for sure. Um, it's from my pops. Yeah. I mean, um, the way he, I, I hear it every day. That people are like, man, your dad is a special person. Hmm. Any person comes in, good afternoon, sir. Good morning, sir. Uh, and as soon as they walk out, no matter what he's doing, he's on the phone. Have a nice day, sir. Like he, he always makes sure everybody's greeted. Everybody's, you know, uh, acknowledged. Acknowledged, exactly. I'll yeah. leave. I'll leave the. And sorry to cut you off here. I'll leave like the gym or something, or you walk into a place and. Or we pull up to a Dunkin' Donuts drive-through and like no one says anything for ten minutes. Like at least acknowledge that I'm here. Like I don't know, it just goes a long way. Yeah, hundred percent. Sure. Like, well, he always does that. You're just right. being acknowledged and just like the extras. You know, like I I've watched my dad. You know, I've, I'm 33 years old. I've watched my dad for 33 years. I mean, yeah. just just the extra little things like uh, putting on a jacket. You know, in the winter time, we you put the jacket on. Uh, and people are like, whoa, this, I mean, service with uh, extras, service yeah, with always. a smile. You know? How is the family? Exactly. Yes, or know? just uh, their glasses. You know, you take the glasses, you wipe it. It's, it takes an extra uh, 10, 15 seconds, but it's just, it's something extra. You set yourself apart from other people. It's just, it's, they're not just coming in there for a haircut. They're coming in there for experience. You Correct. know, like, so. Extra, always. And, not, yeah. and just because it's extra doesn't mean. It's, it's extra money. He's doing it to be extra because that's who he is. Exactly. And in life, you know, you pay for something and you get it. And it, we're so used to, like, in our world where we do every day, insurance company, auto accident, 
Um, the ad fault party fixed my car. And the client's like, they did their job. You know, it's perfect. That's their job to fix their car. Did they offer you an extended rental for two more weeks after? Or, you know, make sure everything is fine with your car that they fix and they, that they follow up two weeks later mm-hmm. to make sure that everything's perfect with the car. They don't do mm-hmm. that shit. They fix the car. That's their job. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you go to a business, you know, getting your service, that's what you pay for. It's awesome. Making clients come back is where you go extra. Yeah. And the extra level wins every time. I agree. A hundred percent. I mean, it's, yeah, it's just crazy. Doing your job is not enough. It's almost like, yeah, you know, the, your appointments at two o'clock, you show up at two. Well, that's not enough. You show up 15 minutes early. If the appointments at two, it's the same thing with (laughs) doing your job, doing your job is not enough. I mean, it can be in certain circumstances, but then you can't complain about, I'm not getting a raise. I'm not moving, you know, progressing in life. Well, cause you're not putting in the extra effort and even wiping the glasses, making sure that you know, um, you know, you're, you're, you're clean or you have, you know, everything you need. It just goes a long way. And then on top of it, you're dealing with good personalities, good people, you know, running a family owned shop. It's like, you know, that, that's who you want to support. Sure. And when you show that, like, uh, the team members also, like they started Mm -hmm. putting jackets on, they start wiping glasses. They like what you portray is what it's, it's mimicking. It's perfect. You show a bad attitude it's just going to keep going, you know? So uh, it was funny. My, my cousins up in New York, they're always like, man, if you open up a shop up here in New York, you'd kill it because the barbers up here think that they're doing you a favor sure. by so cutting funny. your hair. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm the like, New York attitude. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like me. I think my clients are doing me a favor for coming in. You sure. Know? Cause you would crush w- it without them. Yeah. There's a lot of choices out yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, without them, I, you don't exist. Yeah. You know? I, I don't have, Food on the table, you know. Sure. That's the, unfortunately, that's the mentality of like the new generation is like, you know, you don't like it, go go somewhere else. There's no, like uh, my website used to say service like, service like it used to be, service like it should be. You know, back in the day, they they gave the service and then now it's like, uh, who cares? You're like, get out of here. Next. Exactly. Next. Uh, it's, uh, and everyone watching this, look at, look at what he said, you know, anybody that's working for somebody else during a time like COVID, there's layoffs and companies have to, not even during COVID, let's say companies have to scale back and there's something issue. Who do you think is going to get laid off and lose their job? The extra people or the ones that go to work and clock in, clock out, and they clock out to the minute. Mm-hmm. The lunch is taken for that exact hour and sometimes an hour and two minutes and you have an hour. Who do you think is going to be let go? During that time of COVID, non-COVID, layoff, slow business. So ask yourself, you know, you know, when you look at why you get laid off um, outside of whatever is going on with COVID, you know, were you the best every day or you try to be? And you look around, you'll know if you're the best, because if you got to wonder if you're the, doing the best job, then you're not the best. I think that if you're looking around and you think somebody might be better or they're harder working or they care more more efforts put in, then you're not the best. So when I'm looking at it, when I'm looking, you know, as a business owner and there's, if there's ever, God forbid, an issue of having to do things, I'm not going to get, you know, lay off the strongest person. And even if the strongest person makes more money than the, I want the people around me with the mindset because it comes to a point as a business owner where it's not only about the bottom dollar and the money, it's about peace of mind. And our job is to give you peace of mind to make sure your families are good 
you come into a great work environment every day and you make money, you have a good job. And th- your job is not just to do your job, it's also to give your employer peace of mind. Yeah. That, that's the transactional take, trade-off, take right? Some, uh, take you know, some take some sh- off, off yeah. their shoulders. Yeah. And if you could take the more weight off, the more valuable you are and the more you can grow, and doors open up, you know? And I'm a big believer of that, promoting within. Um, and also, doors that open up outside of your core business, right? You know, you can have... an credible employee, an opportunity comes up outside of your business. And who do you think you're going to want to trust with that maybe tool or task or partner up with? It's going to be that killer employee in your office, maybe, you know, not some stranger that's just going to, you know, give you some money to do something. So you got to surround yourself with people that are going to do a great job. So come into work every day, try to do the best job you can. And uh, it's hard to leave everything at the door when you come in, but you got to try because you know, you, you have to, I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. And uh, I'll say, you uh employers that uh, have employees that take some weight off your shoulders, you have to acknowledge them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yes. I have employees that have been approached by other barbershops like, hey, you know, you know, I'd love for you to come mm-hmm. work. And they're like, no, I'm, I'm glad where I'm at. You know, because if you don't, if you don't give them attention, they're out. Sure. Uh, and I try to, you know, like, I, when we have a good team, and uh, we do have a good team, like, I, I try to acknowledge them and we we go for like we've gone to main event we uh went bowling you know beers drinks yeah. you know like team building yeah uh we've gone uh foot massages we've nice. gone, yeah it's it awesome got, you got to take care of your team because they're taking care of you and your business and some employ employers are like ah you know what they're they're just my uh dispensable they're, yeah, they're getting know. paid that's enough my, like, my I servants don't have to do yeah anything. exactly yeah. Yeah. I, I, my gift to them is them keeping their job yeah. and getting paid. That's and a no. sick mindset. Yep. That, it doesn't work anymore in this day of age, I think. Nope. Catches on. People aren't that options. stupid. Too yeah. many options. Too many good people out there to work for. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got to take care of your team. Um, we're about 34 here. Anything you want to leave us off? Before chat about, we finish uh, what, yeah. chat so, about what you guys are doing. Tell uh, us. So, uh, in this time, we want to take care of uh, people who take care of us. Sure. Um, we got the, the hero discount, the first responders, the police, the fire, the EMT that haven't skipped a beat. I mean, they're working nonstop. They're, mm-hmm. they're not uh, working from home. or yeah, They, they don't get the up. choice to work from home. <laughs> exactly. But they, they still got to look good, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, We want to take care of them for the month of August and uh, 50% off. Nice. Uh, all three of our locations. If you know anybody, uh, a neighbor, a friend, or anybody, uh, send them in. We'd love awesome. to take care of them um, and build a lifelong uh, relationship with them and show them our service. Uh, hopefully they can come back and uh, enjoy our shop. Sure. That's great. Thank you for doing that, you know, yeah. for sure. You know, um, no, it's been a pleasure knowing you over these years. Appreciate you coming in today, talking about what you do every day, uh, thank you, what guys. it takes, the growth, mm-hmm. um, you know, that, you know, you got to work hard in life. You know, backup plans. You got a bachelor degree. That's wonderful. Master's, doctorate. But something happens. You know, skills don't go anywhere. Plumbing, um, mm-hmm. barber, yeah. hair. You're always going to need somebody there. Landscaping. And it's the hard work and the elbow grease and the extra little touch of customer service. And that's what does it, you know. Mm-hmm. But I appreciate you coming on, Eric. Yeah, I'm man. Hopefully next there. time we have you on, we're, uh, I have to uh, fill up those three locations, the six locations, or who knows, maybe <laughs> yeah. the three locations are just exactly what you need. But just, uh, you know, wish you all the best. Obviously, it's great to bring people in that are in the community, have the same mindset, just want to do good work. Like there's, uh, there's a lot of businesses out there that 
I don't know, they're not on the same level and just want to do well and crush it for not only their families, but their team and have everybody just do well. That's what it's all about. For you sure. Know? Cool. So thanks, thanks again, Eric. Appreciate right. you, dude. Thank you, cool. guys.